This episode of The Incubator is proudly sponsored by Chiesi. This is The Incubator, a weekly discussion about new advances in neonatology and the fascinating individuals who make this progress possible. I am Dr. Ben Korsha. And I'm Dr. Daphne Yasova Barbo. We are neonatal intensive care physicians. Welcome. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. It's another episode of Tech Tuesday. Daphna, how are you today? Um, I'm really excited. You know, I say that. I just said that. Though. I'm, I say that every time we log in. But um, we're enjoying Tech Tuesday and we're getting a lot of feedback about people who are finding new things to get to get excited about, maybe put into their, into their unit. So, so yeah. we're happy to bring uh, another episode. I, I think I think so. I think as a as a Techie myself, I yeah. think people are responding to the idea that we can actually have a platform to showcase a little bit some of the of the of the companies that are putting out some some cool solutions out there. Today, we are joined by the team from Angel Eye Health. More specifically, we have with us Justin French, who's the Chief Technical Officer. How are you, Justin? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Today. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. And uh, and we have the pleasure of having uh, Jelly Hillard, who is the Senior Director of Clinical Strategy. How are you, Jelly? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Oh, this is this is great. This is fun. Um, I guess for the, the way we like to start Tech Tuesday is uh, for, for the people who do not know anything about what Angel Eye Health is, mm-hmm. uh, can you give us a little description as to uh, what your company is, what you guys do, and uh, and what are your goals? Sure, I'll take that one. So Angel Eye Health is a family engagement platform. And we have four solutions that work seamlessly together to provide one experience for families. Um, They could see their baby at the bedside through a camera that might be mounted there. Um, We have a communication platform that sends secure HIPAA compliant one-way photo, video, and text messages. Um, We have an education platform that ensures we deliver the right education to the right family at the right time. And most recently, um, we launched our fourth solution, Milk Tracker, which is an end-to-end feeding and inventory management solution. Wow, that's a that's quite a, that's quite a lot. I mean, there's so many cool things in there. I think uh, let's let's start with uh, the the live stream video system that you guys have, which I think uh, many units use use mm-hmm. some form of of sometimes cameras to give parents an opportunity to see the babies in real time. Can you tell us a little bit about how the Angel Eye Health uh, webcams are different or if they do anything different compared to other other solutions out there? Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a great question. I appreciate that. I mean, aside from really our system being more than just a, a camera system, right? I mean, we do offer the entire platform and we think that that's a, an entire experience that's really worth noting um our our cameras are very high quality we have a good uh latency there so we don't have Mm -hmm. a lot of latency it's very real time Um, and we do have a good low light quality um and can actually offer complete uh darkness as well so in the NICU setting obviously it's often all the way dark um and so we do have uh infrared capability there as well so um yeah 
So it doesn't look like a, a security camera from 1965 <laughs> where uh, <laughs> where the parents have to like really the, the, it's it's high res. Yeah, no, it's really neat. Um, I I actually am really excited about hearing about the the patient connect um, features. I know for for our unit, this is something that we're always looking to do. Um, provide kind of in real time updates in a way that is um, simple, right? For our like our bedside nursing team, um, easy for the parents to get and fast. So it looks like that fits fits all those qualifications. It does. I'm happy to share more about that if you'd like me to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please. Um, we're really, really proud of this solution. Um, what we've learned from talking to healthcare professionals around the country is that everyone really has that desire to keep families and the care team engaged and provide that continuity of communication. But it's really rare that staff have the tools they need to do that in a really quick and efficient manner. So Patient Connect allows the care team through any internet and um, connected device, whether it's a workstation on Wells, a computer, um, some of their portable devices that can download an app or even an iPad, um, to be able to really easily identify what family and patient they'd like to send a message to, and then be able to send a photo, video, or text message And we've had some really incredible use cases, whether it's, um, you know, the providers doing rounds and wanting to give that family a brief update on the plan of care for the day or the progress that their child's making. Um, And then also for staff to even be able to introduce themselves at the beginning of the shift or for those referral centers. um, Many times, you know, our moms are unable to be there when their baby's transferred Mm -hmm. to a higher level of care so they can actually connect families before the parents are even able to be there with the baby and maybe send them a message or a photo or video of um, the incredible care being provided by that outlying facility. I think, I think this is critical. I mean, I want to, I want to, because I think if you talk about a, a, a way to communicate with families digitally, whether it's a, like, I mean, my understanding, and you tell me if I'm wrong, but it's, 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 you can pretty much send text messages and pictures to, to the parents. I think, Many people may say, oh, this is maybe not, is this the best way to communicate with families? But I think that so many times I want to, if I want to have a, a very important discussion with the family, then you bring the family in and, and you have a sit down in the room. But there's so many times where you want to give them an update and you want to say, hey, your, your baby's doing great today. And you try to call and you don't get an answer. And then you get busy. So you're like, all right, this kid's doing fine. And I tried to call this, this parent already twice. I'm just going to, I'm just going to move on and hopefully I get around to it again. And many times I don't get, I don't get around to it. And it would be amazing if I had an outlet to just keep sending these messages saying, Hey, like I was trying to reach you today, but your baby's doing fantastic. This is what we're doing. I think this is, this is really, really important. And and I think this is where, uh, this, this app really, uh, fails a void. Can you tell us a little bit about if you are a clinician listening to this episode or you're a nurse or you're a, a unit director and you say, Hey, I want to, I want to get my patients hooked up to this app. How, what is the process looking like for, uh, the, for the users? Go ahead, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a really simple process. Um, our, our entire system is cloud hosted other than the camera system itself. Um, so um, the, the installation time for, uh, for standing up, let's say the patient connect and education components of this are very, very simple and easy. Um, we also have, uh, you know, single sign on. So it's very easy for staff to sign in using their hospital credentials and 
so other features make, that make that a lot uh, faster. I, I, right. I didn't mean to, to oh, put you on the yeah. spot, and, and, no, but I, I meant more of uh, if you are a unit and you like, this is not something that you, you should like, should you go on, on the uh, Google or iOS app store and mm. download an app or should you go on the website and, and, and schedule like uh, a meeting to, to get the unit set up? Like what is that's, that's more of, uh, the first steps in, in case somebody wanted to to reach out about about the, the solution specifically. Yeah, you can go to our website at uh, angeleyehealth.com and schedule a, a demo. Um, we're happy I to see. reach out and uh, start that conversation. That's that's great. That's great. Um, the the I wanted to ask you also about. So you have this this again this 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 palette of of tools, which I think are all all great. But uh, can you tell us a little bit more about the milk scanning and inventory management app that you guys have, and what exactly is the purpose of this tool? I'm, Jay, I'm you're happy perfect to, for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to take that one. Um, so one of the unique things um, about our family engagement platform is we really wanted to take a holistic approach to the information um, that families needed while their child's in the NICU and ways that they can um, really have their needs met as a parent. We know that when your child's admitted, there's so many things taken away from your experience and you really don't have that sense of control um, or understanding about what might be happening. So after we had our, our camera solution, Patient Connect and online education, we started thinking of other ways that we could really round out our platform and engage with parents. And providing breast milk or breastfeeding while their baby's admitted was one of those logical next steps. Um, so the unique thing about Milk Tracker is that through that same free application where they're getting that information about their child, they also can log their pump sessions. And that's where this um, milk process starts. So they will get the labels from the hospital. They'll actually log their pump session in our application and then scan their own milk bottles prior to bringing them into the unit. So our goal really was to engage parents into the feeding plan of their child while they were in the NICU. Um, and we do that also by providing them support as well with their lactation journey. So we have the capability within Milk Tracker to do two-way chatting between the lactation resources at the hospital and the parent for any questions that they might have that are obviously non-emergent. Um, and then those pumping data and trends and analytics that are being input into the parent during each of their pumping sessions are also, vi also visible to the clinicians and care team that are there to support them. So if you're a lactation consultant, for example, and responsible for many moms um, or families in your unit, you can easily see where they are in that pumping um, journey and be able to pinpoint, you know, what resources you need to allocate to them. If you notice, for example, volume is trending lower than usual, or they've been pumping less than what you would anticipate. Yeah. I think that's awesome. I mean, obviously this is helpful for um, people who are pumping. I mean, I know, you know, parents who aren't in the NICU are using apps just to log their pumping and, you know, log that time, um, which side, things like that. And so what I think the, I mean, the major value add though is to the team to be able to see, you know, are we meeting some of those benchmark goals for prolonged, you know, that predict prolonged breastfeeding? And if we can see that, you know, somebody's starting to 
bring less milk in, we can we can offer help and resources before it's too late, yeah. um, which is really um, really a, pr- a problem for us. You know, sometimes we hear about it, but only when the milk supply is super low um, and it's a little late to to make any real interventions. Yeah, I think I think this is. I, I think this app is really cool because it reminds me of of like the the fitness apps that mm. I mean I have on my phone where you have mm-hmm. to log your runs, you mm-hmm. have to log your workouts, and and you don't log them because you're a nerd and and you just you're just like a gym rat. But you are log you sure? Them so no, I am sure. <laughs> but you log them so that you can say, hey, like I've I've done a good job this week. Like right, I went for like I went for like three runs, and you see that you've you've done something and that you've accomplished, and it keeps you motivated to keep going. And I think for breast feeding uh, parents, it's very difficult to sometimes keep the momentum going. And I think the app, by showing you that, hey, like, I'm actually doing a pretty good job here. Like, this is pretty amazing. It keeps you going. And like Daphna was saying, for the clinicians to be able to have access to this information, I think is so critical because you could implement resources and and touch base with your parents saying hey like what's going on are you is there any like i don't know maybe there's like another child at home that's ill and suddenly the milk supply drops off and it's an opportunity for the team to step in and really be there for these families when they may not have um the 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 courage or they may not want to feel feel comfortable disclosing other issues in their lives like this might be an opportunity or a door to actually start a conversation so i think this is this is tremendous i mean i'm i'm i, I really like that It's great to hear that feedback. I actually became a NICU mom myself last year, having my daughter early at 32 weeks. And I can tell you that it's really intimidating during rounds when you have a whole group of people coming by and asking you, so how is your pumping going? Let's talk about your milk inventory. And I'm sitting there connected to the pump with this drape around me and all Uh the care team. And I know that they want to ask from a supportive angle. But it can be really intimidating um, to have so much pressure on you as the mom to provide that nutrition for your baby when it's one of the only things you can really do as a parent when your child is admitted. So our hope is that Milk Tracker can really help bridge that gap for parents um, and allow them to have that support that they need, whether they acknowledge that you know they're having difficulties and need that support or not. Um, but being able to really, like you said, focus those resources on that mo- on those moms that need more education or encouragement, or maybe they're embarrassed to ask a specific question about pumping, we can make that really easy to do in our application. Yeah. The other thing I didn't mention um, that as a parent myself, I found myself doing was calling to ask how much milk was left because I was really on a feed by feed basis trying to support 100% of her nutrition goals. And so our app also provides visibility into the inventory at the hospital and at home. So I could have just opened my app and easily seen that my daughter had enough milk for the next feed or two without having to call and interrupt the staff that are so busy taking care of patients in the unit. Well, and I mean, what you are alluding to also is giving more autonomy back to parents, right? And saying like, I don't have to rely on somebody else to tell me if I, you know, if my, the nutrition I made is enough for my baby because I, I know, and, and we should be giving parents some of that 
know, responsibility is not the word, but I think parents in the NICU are looking for ways to to act as the parent and, and they're looking for that responsibility. So I think that's really um, powerful. Um, and, and Ben, you alluded to some things, you know, we don't do a good enough job of saying like, yeah, you're doing a great job, right? right? And if you have that output, you can say for yourself, like, I am doing a great job. Look at all this yeah. milk I pumped. Or it does allow the staff to then say, wow, look, really look at how much milk you've pumped. That's that's phenomenal, which is, I think, yeah. everything, right, to a new parent to, to hear that you're doing a, a good yeah, if, job. If a buddy of mine gave me a kudos on Strava for running a mile in 15 Wouldn't minutes, that be nice? It's, it's kind of nice. <laughs> you want to celebrate those exact same successes with your lactation journey, too. For sure. Absolutely. For sure. Um, yeah. The other important aspect to note about Milk Tracker is that it really is an end-to-end feeding and inventory management solution, not just engaging parents, um, but also being there as a great resource to dietitians, to milk techs, to the bedside staff that might be preparing um, those feeds. Uh, We know that there's so many times where um, feeding orders are becoming more and more complex Mm -hmm. for patients in the NICU. And that can be a really big challenge for the people that are responsible for storing, preparing, fortifying, you know, adding all kinds of different additives to this milk or even managing and handling donor milk. Mm -hmm. Um, So our app uses um, a couple of things. One of them is we do an on-site assessment and gap analysis with our clinicians working with the hospital's care team to identify all of the workflows um, and Mm -hmm. recipes and expectations that go into feeding handling Um, Not just to make sure that the right baby is receiving the right milk, but that that, um, the preparation of that milk is completed accurately as well. Um, So that you know that when you place that order for your patient and you track their weight gain or, you know, I's and O's, that you can rely on what you've ordered is what they're being fed. And we do that with our state-of-the-art scanning technology. We also have bi-directional EHR integration. Mm. And we can even compare what the current feeding order is with what's being fed to the patient. So if that feeding order changed, for example, from the time it was prepared, maybe hours before to right then, um, the staff have the opportunity to be aware that that change occurred. Mm -hmm. I think this is great. I think this is great. I mean, we're we're running already a little bit low on time, but but I wanted to ask you. So first of all, there's one more aspect of the mm-hmm. of the palette of solutions that you guys have, which involves the education component. Um, and I think I just want to make sure that we mention that because I think it's kind of nice. You have uh, this library of of instructional videos, uh, and and they touch on stuff that I think every parent always is seeking information on, like. I mean, the one that I thought was great is like the infant car seat test. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, just like how to how to install a car seat and stuff like that. I mean, this is what parents um, really always ask about. Also, you have something about like infant CPR, which um, many parents like have asked me like, okay, I've seen the video that you guys showed me, but like, mm-hmm. what if I, I want to watch it again? Like, because I don't remember mm-hmm. something. I think it's kind of nice that to have the, these, these, uh, these items there, but there's also a lot of other things, right? Like feeding patterns and, and safe sleep at home. And so can you tell us a little bit about like, um, I mean, can you tell us a little bit about this, this tool specifically and, and how it is, how it is built? 
Chaley, you're clinical. You're the best to okay. answer your question. <laughs> I'll do it and then just uh, can add on any of the technical components that you guys sure. would like to know. Um, so one thing that's important to note about our online education solution is that we really are vendor agnostic. So if mm-hmm. any hospital um, has a vendor that they're already working with, we work really well with them. Um, we are really the mechanism to deliver that educational material, regardless of if it's a video, a PDF. Um, a link to a website or support group for a family. We can do that through our online education platform. Um, It will alert families when there are new resources or education available. And we can even automate these processes for the care team to save time. So um, when we work with our hospital partners around the country, they communicate with us what different pieces of information they would like automatically sent when a patient is admitted. And then um, we have a library where we can really easily organize um, various education materials that would ordinarily be delivered by hand in a packet of papers or a brochure. Um, And we can basically digitize all of that and deliver it to families throughout their stay. It can be diagnosis or procedure specific. So for example, if you know you're going to be consenting a family about a PIC line, or they have a new diagnosis such as pneumonia, it would be really easy for someone to go in and assign that appropriate material. And then through the free Angelite app, the families receive a push notification alerting them that they have new material to read. And then we really close that education loop with families by asking if they have any questions at the end of the delivery of any of those materials. Um, So they have an opportunity to acknowledge that they understand or ask questions back to the staff. And then um, additionally, we provide a way to notate which educational materials and resources are required for discharge to really help facilitate that transition to home for families. Ben, as you mentioned, there's so many different components of getting these families home and educating them so that they feel well prepared. Um, So we really want to delineate between what's required to take your baby home And then what are some nice to have, um, you know, opportunities to learn more about equipment in the NICU or who you might be interacting with, for example? I think this is awesome. A year ago, I told Ben, we need a a platform so that we can send just-in-time information about new diagnoses to families. And this is exactly what you guys are doing. Um, And what I think is super cool is that because it's an app that they keep on their phone, it sounds like they can access it indefinitely um, post-discharge. So it's basically... um, you know, collated medical information based on their baby's individual diagnoses, which is so valuable because sometimes they leave and they forget because there's so much other stuff going on. What what were those diagnoses? Like what did happen um, during some of those hazy times in the, in the NICU, right? Because the stay is so long and so stressful. And then obviously in terms of preparing parents um, for, for discharge, um, this, this sounds like it would um, help save staff a lot of time too. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Um, thank you, Justin. Thank you, Jay. This was phenomenal. I mean, we're going to, for, for anybody listening and who's interested in, in partnering with AngelEye, you can, you can find out more information at uh, www.angeleyehealth.com. We're going to post on the, on the page for this episode all the links and some of the brochures that are available on the website and the, and the contact information for your teams for anybody interested in reaching out. But uh, congratulations on, a, on an amazing mm-hmm. set of solutions that mm-hmm. I think uh, are dire needed in our industry considering how uh we're supposed neonatology we're supposed to be the techie of the hospital so mm-hmm. it's it's time that we uh that we we use some of the technology that's out there so um thank you very much no i just really appreciate you guys having us on and uh yeah thank you that's phenomenal yeah thank, thank you, you thank you justin so much. thank you jelly daphna i'll see you later sounds good bud. bye thank you for listening to this week's episode of the incubator If you liked this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast or the Apple Podcast website. You can find other episodes of the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or the podcast app of your choice. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to send us questions, comments, or suggestions to our email address, nicupodcast at gmail.com. You can also message the show on Instagram or Twitter at nicupodcast. Personally, I am on Twitter at drnicu, spelled D-R-N-I-C-U, and Daphna is at drdaphnamd. Thanks again for listening and see you next time. This podcast is intended to be purely for entertainment and informational purposes and should not be construed as medical advice. If you have any medical concerns, please see your primary care practitioner. Thank you.